The lead singer of Stone Sour, also lead singer of Slipknot, is Corey Taylor. New book out in stores now called Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Heaven. We get to talk to him about that and a bunch of other things because he is on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Corey Taylor. Good morning. How are you guys? I am well, brother. How are you? I'm okay. You know, just uh, just starting the day with a ton of press. <laughs> you know how good that is. It's like an itch in your crack that you just can't get to. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, it is a big day. The book is out in stores officially, and, and it probably seems like a long time coming for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean... From soup to nuts, I started this about a year and a half ago, and uh, you know it's finally out. Like I'm, I'm really stoked. I think people are really going to dig this book. Well, I know uh, we dug seven deadly sins for sure, and there were there were a lot of different angles. I suppose you probably could have taken as a follow up. Why did you decide to go this particular way with a funny thing happened on the way to heaven? Well, I liked the format of the first book. You know, I, I loved the way that it flowed, and I loved the fact that you know. You're writing about the seven deadly sins. Each sin is going to get its own chapter, you know, so you can kind of embellish and, you know, kind of, you know, just kind of go on and on about it. So with this book, it made a lot of sense because I had all, I've had all these, you know, experiences with the paranormal. I don't like the supernatural or the paranormal. And I was like, you know, each of these could be a chapter, and then I could kind of weave in and out and, and try to make my point. So I loved the format of it, and I knew that it would kind of essentially write itself. So I, I just thought it made sense. Well, even even the style, it, it's so conversational. It's almost like you were sitting there talking, which lends itself to the audiobook that you've done as well, I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, But let me tell you something. Doing an audio version of your own book is the most boring experience you could ever have in the world. And I'm talking about over four days sitting there, really trying and realizing that, you know, these sentences are great to, to read to yourself. They really don't translate well when you're reading them out loud. And, it, oh, dude, I would rather get acupuncture for 12 hours straight than have to do another audio version of my own book, dude. And, and being your own worst critic, probably, you're reading those sentences like seven, eight times in a row, you're probably like, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's terrible. And then you got to back up. And, you you know, I mean, it's, it's essentially the worst recording session ever. But, you know, everybody loves the audio versions, you know. I mean, Seven Deadly Sins did really well uh, audiobook-wise. And, you know, that, that was one of the things where the, the publishing company were, like, right out of the gate. They were like, you have to do an audio version of this one. And I was like, oh, no, can't we just get, like, Betty White to do this? I would love if Betty White <laughs> would read my book. Uh, that would be great, too. See, that, that maybe for, for volume two. You never know. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to try and lock her in quickly. It's smart. She's hot right now, which is good. Well, she's always been hot, my friend. Touché. Betty White rules. <laughs> Nobody gets into a band to become a best-selling author, but that is kind of the route that things have taken. D- does that lend to the pressure of the second book, knowing that the first one did so well? No, not really. I mean, if I didn't have an idea for the next book, I, I wouldn't have written it. You know, I mean, the thing to me is, like, I-, I do these things because they interest me. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, you know, as long as you've got a vested interest and, and as long as you're excited about it and li- or as long as you can be creative about it, it you know, the work really kind of flies by. So if, if it had been one of those things where I felt like I was trying to force it, I would have walked away. I would have been like, you know what, I, you know, it, give me an extension or let me out of this contract. I wouldn't have done it, you know. So I'm just 
kind of stoked that I got to write a second book, you know, let alone the first one. Hell yeah, man. And, you know, you, you've done the books. You've got the comic book thing going. Obviously, music is fine. You're starting up a movie production company. Uh, what What is the next medium that you try to take over, sir? I'm going to become the world's worst snowboarder <laughs> and enter myself in the, the X Games for uh, ESPN. The Ocho. Yeah. You know? No, no, that, I don't know. That's not true. None of that was true. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, man, to be honest. You know, I... Uh, there's one thing that I would love to do, and that was have, is kind of have a bit part in a movie somewhere. You know, like I don't have to be the star. I just want to be the guy delivering a pizza to the star. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just the little guy that's like right there in the background who people are like, was that who I thought it was? You know, I just I, that's that's all I want to do. I want to be a dead body on NCIS or <laughs> or whatever. Like that's all I care about right now. One would think with your own production company, you'd be able to pull the strings with something like that. Well, yeah, but when it's your own production company, you kind of have to write a movie and put yourself in it. Right. I'm just talking about stuff that's already, you know, in the pipeline. You know, I was like, because, I mean, I watch a lot of TV, so I'm a fan of everything from NCIS, like I said, to the show Supernatural, uh, Criminal Minds, Dexter. Like, I just want to be, you know, the guy in the background who hands someone a folder. You know, and then I just kind of walk away and I look at the camera. It's me. Check it out. It's me. Like, you know, I, that's all I want to do. You know, you've uh, the book is out in stores now. A funny thing happened on the way to heaven. Uh, you have uh, talked to, to us a couple of times about some of these experiences that you've had. Did it come to a point where you had to edit out some of the stuff and figure out which stories made the cut into the book? No, no, no. I mean, honestly, I, I ended up like I it didn't. I didn't have enough room. Some of this stuff, so I just kind of went with, I went with the experiences that, just that not made sense, but just really there was a lot of of things that happened, you know. So I kind of went at it from that point of view. Um, but you know, in retrospect, it, it'll be good because I, for every uh, every time I put a paperback edition out, I write an extra chapter. So I think for. The extra chapter in this book, I'll I'll add some stuff that I I didn't put in this book. And as someone that watches a lot of television and also uh, kind of dabbles in in your experience in the supernatural, I would love to get your take on the uh, the ghost hunter kind of television shows that are all over TV these days. Where do you stand on that? You know, I used to love the original Ghost Hunters. You know, I, I used to love that show for like the first three four seasons. I was a huge fan of that show, and. It, the reason I, d- I really don't watch it anymore is because they've kind of gotten away from why I loved them in the first place, because it was more about the evidence than it was about the reaction, you know? And, the, like, the last few times I've watched Ghost Hunters, it really seems like they're more about reacting to something off off camera than they are about doing the big reveal, you know, like the thing at the end that I was I would always look forward to, especially the first three or four years. And that's what I loved about them is that they walked into a house going, look, we may have some personal experiences, but this is what we're looking for. This is what we're looking for, like like the evidence on tape, the evidence on camera, the evidence that we can point to and go, there's definitely something weird going on. And it seems they've gotten further and further away from that, and, and that it, it kind of bums me out because that was one of the reasons I loved that show in the first place. Yeah, they barely do the reveal anymore at all at all. Yeah, yeah, and it's, 
you know, that's, that's why I stopped watching. You know, I mean, to me, Ghost Hunters was one of the best shows on TV. And then once I kind of got away from that, it was like, yeah, it's, that's a bum out. I hear you, my friend. Well, uh, you know we're big fans here and uh, can't wait to read this thing cover to cover. A funny thing happened on the way to heaven, available in bookstores now. I know you're a uh, busy son of a gun these next couple of days, so enjoy the signings, man. Thank you for the time. We appreciate it, buddy. No worries, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Later.